Welcome to Quick Shots, a short format traditional archery podcast, where we introduce you to some of the world's most influential traditional archers, and occasionally, some random dudes. I'd like to send a big shout out to our sponsor, Archery Pass. For all your trad archery products, Archery Pass, making archery's past part of your future. ArcheryPass.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quick Shots. I'm your host, Mick Chambers, uh, and I'm here with Dante Buck. Hey, Dante, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? So good, man. Hey, thanks very much for doing the show. I really appreciate it, man. You're, you came onto the scene uh, just recently, and you're like crushing it, and uh, it's so good to see it, and uh, and and um, I'd love to know, this is the first time we're meeting, and so I'd love to get to know uh, everything about you, actually, and then kind of uh, let our listeners in on, you know, who you are, because you're just, you're, you're new and you're exciting, and, and honestly, dude, uh, you're crushing it right now. So uh, why don't you give us your origin story and how you got into Barebo? So um, I'm born, I was born in Red Wing, Minnesota. I'm from there. I went to high school there and graduated. Uh, I got into traditional archery. When I bought a Montana bear longbow from Cabela's, I didn't have any arrows though. I didn't know how to set knocks or anything. And I was shooting my dad's arrows, ripping his fletchings off and all that stuff. And then I did that for about four years. And then I went to move to Colorado for college. And then I eventually got into the, um, I bought a predator recurve. And then I slowly got my way into string walking. I started string walking on a Satori. Okay. And that would have been in September. And then eventually I picked up the uh the bear bow and started string walking and that's a that's amazing. Yeah. Hey, but where are where are you? I think that'll help out too to tell a story. Oh, I'm in uh Colorado, Denver yep. at Rocky Mountain Special Gear. That's my home range. That's where I shoot every day. And that's Tom Tom Clum's range. So yep. good friend of the show, Tom. Tom was on the show. Awesome dude. Love him. Uh, love him to death. And so is Tom your coach? Yes. Tom is my coach. He's been my coach since maybe, uh, about a year now. That's awesome. Dude. Hey, so, so you've had some, you've had some pretty good success. I would say, uh, why don't you tell us about some of the tournaments you've been in lately? Yeah. So the first tournament I went first national tournament I went to was Lancaster. And at first I was pretty nervous, but uh, as soon as I just calmed down and Got my shot going and I shot pretty well. I shot a personal high in a tournament, 275. So that, that was fun. 275 is amazing. So averaging like uh 27.5 per per end, right? That's yeah. pretty that's that's staggering, man. That's staggering. Um, what what position did you finish at Lancaster? So I finished seventh in qualifications and got knocked out in the second round of shootoffs. That's tough. That is, is shootoffs hard for you? Where I mean, is that the first time you ever been in a shootoff? That was the first time or second time. So the first time would have been my first tournament in back in September. But uh, shootoffs are a little difficult. You definitely uh, there's a balance between getting too friendly with the person you're shooting with right. and being cold. You know, so yeah. you, there's yeah. a balance there that basically keeps you from shooting. You know, you got to be able to shoot your best. So do whatever yeah. it takes i guess yeah and then okay so then you had lancaster you did really well in lancaster like you're kicking it and i was like who is this guy going boom, 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 up the up the ranks and uh because i'd never seen you before i never heard of you but uh 
you you just you did a fantastic job. Then you went to Vegas. Yeah. Okay. So you went to Vegas, and how'd you do there? I finished fourth. It's fantastic. It's so good. And there's like some amazing shooters there too, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. So what did you shoot in Vegas? what did you shoot? How tell me tell us about the tournament in Vegas. So Vegas was a little difficult to get used to. There was a lot more shooters there. Yeah. Um, we were in a smaller space in the showrooms in the South Point. But it was fun. You know, once you get over the nerves and the changes and lighting and whatever that. You know, and you learn to ignore it, then you get on a roll and it gets fun. So, and so you finished fourth there, right? And yep. then, then they put you into flights. Yeah. So okay. we shot the, I yeah, would how does that work? Tell, tell us how that works. That whole thing. With yeah. Me. So with the flights, you shoot two scoring rounds, two days of 30 arrows. And then based on your score, they put you into a certain number of flights. I'm not sure how many flights there were. But I think each flight had around maybe 40, 50 shooters in it. Yeah. And then the top eight win prize money for each flight. And yeah. you finished fourth. Yeah. So can you retire now? Or are you? I might as well. I stopped while I'm ahead, huh? No, I'm just, I, I, don't, I don't know how much money. I mean, they don't give bareboat guys a lot of money, but, you know, it's not like the compound guys. I mean, if you finished fourth in compound, you'd probably have had a huge payday, right? Oh, very likely. <laughs> well it's really good man you're in the money and it's been september since september yeah yeah come on man that's it's that's unreal that's unheard of so you've got such a strong mental game you have to have strong a strong mental game to do this thing right what um how do you how do you have that how do you like how are you so good right now like what do you what do you attribute your success to so i think that having uh form is definitely i think my biggest strength so having a strong uh holding position and that basically all that means is you're using less muscle and more bone structure to hold your bow yeah. and what that does is it takes more stress off of your body and lets you use your mind a bit more okay so then are you learning all this on your own you're you got, oh got tom plums taught me everything i know and uh yeah. he's he's my coach he's been coaching me for about a year that's and, uh, yeah, That's and you're a student of like, I mean, you, you follow Kissically, you read everything he does. And yeah. Tom teaches NTS and I, Kissically is obviously the guy who, you know, created that. So I read his book and have done research and all that. Yeah, dude, that, that's, hard. I mean, even still, I mean, I, I'm, I'm terrible at bare bow just personally. I mean, it's just, I suck, but, but you know what? I love doing it. I, I love archery. I love meeting guys like you that are doing really well. I'm so pumped up, so fired up, but I'm a little pissed off at you too. At the same time, you're like crushing my boy, uh, Matt Yak. <laughs> like, I love that guy. You're not supposed no, to be. Matt, him. You're not he's supposed a to be. Guy. He's a good I, guy. I, I'm bed shooting well. And all I could say is he's a great guy and yeah. we'll be shooting together outside. Cause he's my, he's my competition out here in Colorado. So yeah, we'll be... you guys got a good, you guys got a good group of people out there in Colorado to, to, to work with. Uh, yeah. Yakath, you know, maybe uh, he, he, he crushed it last year in, in the oh, yeah. uh, 50 meter. So, you know, so are you going to shoot the 50 meter too? What, what, what yeah. games are you going to be doing next? So I'll be doing the, um, I'll be doing a USAT bearbow and then one of the USAT series. I'm not sure which one. And then uh, outdoor nationals, I'll be shooting 50 oh, meters. That's cool. Are you going to do that uh, crazy one they got out in Colorado? 
I guess you'd have to like a hundred meters and stuff like that. The total archery challenge. Yeah. 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 Are you doing, are you doing that? You're going to do be, that. If it's not conflicting with any tournaments, then yeah, I'll be doing it. You got to be in good physical shape. Are you in physical shape? You look like you're in good physical shape. I think you got to climb like mounds like a billy goat. Yeah, that should be fun. You like that part? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, let's talk about your equipment a little bit. Um, Tell us what you shot in. First of all, tell us what you shot in Vegas. um, You know, if the shoot's so good, and then let's let's talk about what your setup's going to be for outdoor too, if you don't mind. So in Vegas, I shot a little different setup than I have now. I shot a 27 inch uh, Hoyt Exceed. It was white. Uh, I shot Uka limbs, medium limbs, and I was pulling 38 pounds. Um, and then I was shooting, I had the uh, AE Gold plunger on there. Yeah. Yep. It was red. I love that plunger. Um, <laughs> That's American made. So, I mean, anything American made is kind of cool, right? So, yeah. you know, support those guys. Which, what is it? It's the gold, AE Gold, right? Yeah. I've got, Hey, just real quick. Sidebar, sidebar. Um, I've got one on my, one of my bows. I can't keep it tight enough. I'm going to have to get with you to get it. It keeps kind of coming on, on, on tighten or something like that. Like I keep twisting it in. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You're going to have to help me out. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> anyway, keep going. What else you got on your bow? Um, and then I got a, uh, Spiga map rest. Okay. Uh, I don't exactly know how to work that thing. But I got it working pretty well for it uh, to hold my arrow and, you know, yeah. not hit it while it's on its way out. So that's so remind me, that's the one that's that's the fall away. Spigarelli. Yeah. Okay. So it's the one that's got a little pivot in the back and it yeah. moves up and down. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's neat. Yeah. I don't know anyone that shoots that. Who else shoots that? I don't, I don't know. know anyone else either. No, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. All right. And then what about arrows? What's your arrow set up? So I'm shooting a victory VAP, uh, 500 spine. I keep them, I think about 31 inches. I'm not sure I cut them all forever ago, but, and then I run a uh, trad veins on the back, three inch, just three not, of them. That's not normal. That's not normal. It's not normal. No one's running trad veins uh, and shooting scores like you. It's fantastic. You might as well have a springy rest and be an Aaron Schneider uh, <laughs> bare bow guy. <laughs> <laughs> um that's funny and and you're saying alex made your string right we got to call him out we gotta say yep alex uh he works at the shop here um he makes my strings i'm learning how to make them myself but uh he's made most of mine and i they're awesome i couldn't be any happier so are you and you are all in on archery yeah i love it you yeah. like you're you're enjoying it too like i can just see the smile on your face you're just like yeah i love talking archery but so it's like yeah i'll talk archery what do you what do you want to know um i do i have some questions for you like i have some personal questions because at your age how old are you again 22 be 23 in march so at your age doing so well there's so much pressure at these tournaments man how do you keep your mental game i know you said you know get the back tension and all that stuff but how do you block people out how do you block the, the, your competitors? So coach, uh, Tom Clum, he tells me to give everyone a mental F you. And then you say, watch this. And then you run <laughs> your shot. And that's, uh, that's pretty much how I do it. That's, oh, awesome. that's so awesome. I, I teach martial arts and I, I tell people some, something very controversial. Usually it, usually when I'm teaching this one particular lesson, it's pretty controversial because I say to them, it's, it's, it's about leadership. 
and I, and, and about getting into getting up and teaching other people, the martial arts. So, you know, yeah, you're a black belt. Anyway, I'm getting to a point here. Hold on. A second. So I, I tell people, I tell my students, you have to have contempt for your audience. So basically you have to like, I don't care about you. Like, I don't care about you. You're here to see me. And, and it's a little arrogant and cocky, but at the same time, it just kind of mentally prepares you like, Hey, you're here to see me. I have some knowledge you need. I'm going to give it to you. And it get it, it kind of chases those fears away, you know, yeah. chases those butterflies away. So what Tom was saying is, is exactly spot on. I think in every sort of discipline, martial arts is archery is kind of like a martial art, if you will, you know, oh, it's, it, it is, it's a martial art by definition, but um, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. So uh, what's your, what are you doing next? So I'll be shooting uh, the indoor national tournament on the 17th, which is my birthday, by the way. Yeah, that's awesome. You're St. Patrick's Day birthday. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny, man. Um, well, I'll be drunk on the 17th. So, you know, but I'll be thinking about it. I will probably be watching. If there's live scores, I'll be watching you, seeing you shoot up the, the, the where are you shooting it at? So that'll be in Louisville, Kentucky. Oof. You are traveling, dude. Yeah, that's I've been a. You're getting around. Are you driving, flying? What do you do? So anything under really, if I don't have to drive more than a day, I'll be driving. If I have to drive more than a day, I'll fly. So I'll be flying out. Yeah, that's way out there, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Well, best of luck on that. I mean, yeah, thank you. Hey, um, if you had a piece of advice for me, like I've I've got two questions for you, but the very first one, because I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about some things, because uh, I'm so interested in how well you're doing and how I'm so excited for you, how great you're doing. Um, what's a piece of advice you'd give someone that's starting off in the in the archery world? So I would say the first thing you should focus on is your form. Your form will take you further than anything will. If you can build a good holding position. Yeah. then you can let your body relax a little bit and then you can really focus on running your, the last part of your shot that everybody always stumbles on. And if you can do that, then you'll be, you'll do pretty well. Let me, um, <clears throat> let me challenge you. Let me challenge you for like one second. I know this is everyone's a, we have a lot of people that watch, listen to the show, watch the show and they have good form anywhere from like terrible form to, to, to great form. But what I'm seeing is, and even when I'm watching in tournaments, some people have, like, it's just different. It just doesn't look right, right? It doesn't look, but you go, that guy's, that guy's not going to do well. He's going to do, you know. Then you go check his scores or her scores, and they got great scores. And their form is like, you would think, mm -hmm. you know, that she, he, she doesn't look like Brady Ellison, you know, yeah. like at all, at all. Like nothing like close to that. So then so I'm going to ask you, I'm going to challenge you. So is it really form? So there's a certain level of determination. And if you have a good amount of determination, you can pretty much make anything work. I mean, in all reality, but good form will be, uh, I, at least for me, I think the good form helps you concentrate a good amount and it's helped me quite a bit. Yeah, I love that answer. Determination, <laughs> determination. It's it's very befitting of you know stuff that's going on in the world nowadays. I mean, it's just determination and guts, right? Get you through things, and, and sometimes. Um, I will say, you know, like sometimes we we judge a book by its cover, but you might say that person doesn't look like they have great form, but they have 
their form is consistent, right? Yeah, absolutely. And consistency is seems to win every single time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm consistently bad, so it doesn't work that for <laughs> me. But um, <laughs> all right, I gotta I gotta ask something. I hate to bring it up, and um, but uh, target panic. How how do you deal with target panic? Not saying you have it. I'm just saying, how would you deal with target panic? So for me, target panic, I've dealt with a few bouts of it. Um, but I, I learned early on that if you can, well, at least Tom has told me, if you can build a good position, it takes a little bit of the stress off of your body. And uh, if you got any amount of stress, like in your front, you know, if you're not building a good position, then it's infinitely more difficult to move that arrow onto the center of the target. If you're, you know, if you're holding tension in your body. So if you can get that tension out, in my opinion, you can focus a little bit, a little bit better and run a little bit better shot or get through your shot process. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, so release, get rid of the tension. How do you do that when you, I, so I guess you, you kind of have a methodology when you're in a tournament uh, to, to get rid of some of the tension. So there's a, that external tension and then there's the, the your own tension, right? Is yeah. that is that kind of what you're saying? Like both those things kind of have to be in, in balance. You have to get relaxed first. Yes. And experience will take you a long way too. If you know how you're going to react in a tournament, then you can better prepare for it and you can get a bit more comfortable so you're not having adrenaline rush and freaking out when your arrow's pointing in the general direction of the target. Yeah. Oh my God, it's there. Boom. I'm gone. Um, have you ever had any, have you ever had any flyers in the last little while? Uh, oh yeah. Every now and then I'll right. I'm running, I run my shot pretty consistently right now, but if there's any, if there's even a moment where I don't, you know, run my shot perfectly, usually I will let down if something's not right. Wow. And if there's even a little bit of a hiccup, then I usually let down. That's such, that's such a good, I mean, that's, that's something people should teach too. letting down. Oh, yeah. Like, I have no letdown in me. I've like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to push through this and push through this, push through this. It's so bad. It's so bad. It never turns out right. It never, it never goes in the middle. Never. A letdown will always be a better shot than the shot you're trying to force through. I know. I know. Hey, can I ask you something too, like specific? I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting really specific here with you because I just, I just, I'm just amazed. You know, I started this bare bow journey uh, two years ago. I said, you know, I just want to get to a certain point. I still haven't hit that point. Like I, I got there, then I dropped down, then I'm building myself back up to there. Got a little bit really severe target panic, then building myself back up. I'm pretty, I'm getting close now um, for indoor, but indoor season's over. Um, but you know, I just, I just keep hammering away and then I, I switched to 3d and I switched to hunting and I'm, it's just a, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, so when you're drawing back, you, okay, you draw back, are you aiming at all? Or are you, how, how are you doing your aiming? So I follow, um, NTS. It's what Tom's taught me. Yep. So I am drawing, I'm anchoring and then transferring the tension to my back. And then when I start building a little bit of extra tension, that's right about the time where I start really focusing on getting my aim where I want it and then continue tension into my follow through. 
So when you're getting your aim where you want it to, sort of be specific on this one, you're getting, are you, so your arrow, your, the tip of your arrow, so you start looking at the tip of your arrow. Um, is it near the target face? Is it below? Is it above? Is it to the left, to the right? So mine's above. I always usually, if I am, you know, having where I can't get my target or the arrow in the center, it's usually above. And so I got, I do a breath cycle where I breathe in on the draw, uh, anchor, transfer to hold. And then when I am during my expansion phase, I let the breath out and it lets my body lose any extra tension, kind of frees up my mind so I can put the arrow where I want it and then run my shot. Yeah, I was going to ask you about breathing. Breathing, so uh, back in the day, I used to be a competitive uh, uh, rifle shooter. And breathing was a major part of the cycle, of the shot cycle. So tell, go over us one more time. You know, what is the, what's your method for breathing? How so the breath is basically uh, builds timing in your shot. So uh, when I draw, I'm breathing in and then... I anchor, transfer to hold, and then I breathe out. And what that does is it lets any extra tension I have in my body, especially in my shoulders, just settle. And then it frees up. It For me, it kind of is a cue to put your arrow on this target and run your shot and to uh, run it to the follow-through. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> he seems so calm. Like, seriously, you have this great calm demeanor. It makes me calm. It makes me calm. <laughs> like, but you're smiling. You're loving archery. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, you're, you're having a good time. You're telling me that you're a level two coach. You're going to be, you're yeah. going for your level three, which I think is fantastic because I think when two things, two things I'm, I'm thankful for, for you, Dante, is, is one, you're giving back to the community, you know, being a, a coach. And the second thing, I think that, you know, when you become a coach, and I tell this to my martial arts students all the time, um, you learn, right. you know, you, you get better. Uh, so getting out and teaching a class or whatever, or coaching makes you a better, makes you a better archer, makes you a better martial artist too. So, you know, that congratulations, that's going to be really cool. And so is that something you've always wanted to do? Like, is that, are you, are you looking to become a, an archery coach? Is that your I hadn't uh, really thought about it until my Tom Clum. Uh, so this podcast, this. all right, you're, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until he uh, said he was going to run a level two course, yeah. you know, and I was, uh, I had done the online part to prepare for that, the level one, and then the level two, um, I took it and got through that. But I think it's a, uh, I, I do love archery and I love teaching it. I, when I'm at the range and, you know, people look like they're struggling, I usually will offer advice or anything like that. Cause I, I want to see everybody get better. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a little bare bow. That, that's not your compound side. That's not the compound side. You just like the bare bow size, like, you know, single string archers are like, come on, everyone, let's get better at, at, at doing this. Cause I think, you know what it is. I think it, I, like, I think honestly, I think it's, um, you know, no one's going to get as good as you. I think that's kind of what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's because there's too much, uh, there's too much, there's too many variables. Because you're like a superhero now. We, I mean, people are going to start talking. Oh, here comes Dante. All right. Someone, uh, I think he's, as soon as he crosses the road, let's hit him with a car. Uh, <laughs> he gets into the air and, and, and kicks our ass. Uh, so, 
because it's it is is pretty incredible you you're like 27.5 average or 27 average per end um so i mean that's all nines a 10 and 9 8 uh, you know it's just 10 9 8 10 9 8 10 9 8 or you know 10 10 7 i don't know if you ever get 10 10 sevens but you know that it's just it's kind of amazing it's kind of amazing to me because that that i know it's 18 meters but it's small what do you think about your 50 meter game you think you're gonna have a good game have you done that yet so that would i i've only done it once and that was my first tournament in september oh really uh, how'd yeah. you how'd you do there i got third um <laughs> that one was fun i uh i definitely didn't do as great as i wanted to but i think after some valuable lessons i've learned over my time shooting inside yeah. um going outside it should be I just got to, I got to get my tune set and, and I should do, I think I'll do pretty well. Hopefully. <laughs> you should be fine. Um, what about 3d? Are you doing 3d this year? Oh yeah. I love 3d. It's my favorite thing to shoot when I'm shooting the Baraboe. Uh, 3d. I'm, I'm going to try to do some IBO tournaments and anything that's out here locally. Oh, okay. And uh, See how I do. I, IBO Trad Worlds is in Tennessee, though. Got to go out to that one. Oh, yeah. I'll have to go out there. Again. <laughs> You're already going out to Tennessee for the uh, – is it Tennessee's is where the Nationals are? Or it would be Kentucky, yeah. Or Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky. I don't know. I'm, I'm Canadian, actually. I have no idea where. Colorado's over here. It's the mountains, yeah. right? As soon as I get to the yeah. mountains, it's Colorado. I'm wearing my Colorado hat today for you guys, you and Tom. Uh, uh, today. Um, RMS gear, Tom Klum. Um, for people who are listening, if you never checked out their shop or if you're going through Colorado, let's give a quick shout out to Tom because that dude's awesome, man. He's like the coolest dude around. Like, is he cooler than anyone else? Like, he just seems like a cool dude. He's a pretty good, he's a pretty cool guy. He'll, he'll share any amount of information. He'll teach you anything. And he's, he's a pretty good guy too. But, but you, you can kick his ass on the range though, right? I better not say. (laughs) i'm texting him uh you should hear what dante said oh, um, i already got i already got i got mad on speed dial here he said uh i told him you're going to be on the show and he said you better not have that guy on the show he's my mortal enemy now i'm like what oh no he, he didn't say that i swear he <laughs> he was the one who called me up and said can you get Dante? you like you need to talk to dante i said i already texted him dummy like i don't need you to help me out here i already texted him he's not responding back so no. that's why I asked you how you're doing on social media. Like, I, I need you to get better at social media now that you're a superstar. I'm working on it. I'm okay. getting there. How do people get holding on social media if they want to talk to you? Yeah. So um, my at is, I got to pull it up. I don't remember it. <laughs> it's something. It's not your name. It's uh, it's my Dakota name. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's W-A-M-D-I, A-K-A zero N. Okay, well, well i'll put it here above your head don't yeah. worry. don't don't worry so are you dakota indian is that is that right yep i'm bedwonkington sue bedwonkington sue hey thanks very much for doing this by the way yeah. really appreciate you and oh, thank I, you i'm so excited to see the rest of your um uh, career develop and grow man you're you're a young guy as long as you keep up this enthusiasm man there's no stopping you honestly I, I'm, I'm excited to know you and meet you it was it's been a pleasure yeah, thank you. Thanks, ma'am. All right. Um, so thanks, everyone, for um, listening. And uh, 
Don't forget to check out our sponsor, archerytime.com. They have all this traditional archery uh, stuff and, and Tom Clum's stuff too at RMS Gear. Uh, you can get rmsgear.com, I think it is too. Um, and you go check out his store. He's got a fantastic store and he's got a lot of, um, we didn't talk, well, we did talk a little bit about the trad mange. You can get them there too. It's pretty awesome. So um, anyway, until we talk again, uh, stay safe, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.